let me just say this. What I'm, what we just did is a foreign concept to most, but biblical. And when we apply the principles of the word of God to our lives, amen, the Bible says that God is not slack concerning his promises. It is more blessed to give than to receive. So if I'm just a receiver, I'm limited on how blessed I will get. But I have learned, somebody say learned. I have learned as in, in my own life, that it truly is more blessed to give than to receive. And the Lord has blown my mind. He's been blowing our minds in this congregation with his faithfulness, with his miracle working power, with his kindness today. Amen. And I believe that we haven't even seen God's best yet. We just stand with me in honor to the word of the Lord. We're going to read 2 Chronicles 7, 14. We're going to preach very quickly, but I, I feel that God wants this to be spoken today. The Bible says, if my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. Somebody say, that's a pretty good deal. Oh, come on, somebody help Pastor Ralph. Somebody say, that's a pretty good deal. Amen. My subject this morning is simply this. Repentance, the key to lasting joy. Repentance, the key to lasting joy. Would you set your phones and your Bibles down? Would you close your eyes for just a moment? And can we lift our voice into the Lord? Jesus God, we ask you, Lord God, to search our hearts today. Lord, lead us into the way of eternal life. Lead us, Lord God, into paths of righteousness today. Lead us into the way of repentance, Lord. We desire to walk in your lasting joy. We desire to live in your lasting joy. Lord, I pray, Lord God, that you would give us revelation and understanding of how to serve you, how to walk in victory, how to walk in close relationship with you. And we give you praise and thanks. And everybody said in Jesus' name, Oh, we're a little shy this morning. Come on. Somebody shout in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's clap our hands and give him praise together. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated in the house of the Lord. Amen. Repentance, the key to lasting joy. In this verse that we just read, 2 Chronicles 7, 14, my God, have mercy. I, I, I feel to say this, and, and we'll just see what the Lord will do. We have no idea what we just did just now. We have no idea what we just did just now. Giving is so spiritual. Amen. That's why Satan, amen. You, you know, Jesus, you know, do you know that Jesus preached more about money? Than any other subject? Read it. Read the Gospels. Why? Because he knows what money is attached to. 
It's attached to our heart. It's attached to our priority. It's attached to our faith. When I have faith, I did not plan on this this morning. Lord Jesus, whatever you want to do, God. Amen. Our our giving is attached to our faith. Why? Because when I believe God, I don't mind and I look forward to obeying God. Why? Because I know if I really believe it is more blessed to give than to receive, then I'm going to have no problem giving. Why? Because I really believe God. I really believe he's going to bless me. I believe that his blessing is going to outweigh my giving. Amen. We've been talking about the four steps of salvation. Amen. This in Thrive. Amen. At 10 o'clock. Amen. And we understand that the first step is faith in God. I need to have faith in God. Amen. The Bible says in Hebrews 11.1. Okay. Okay. Lord, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. Hallelujah. Amen. The Bible says that faith is the substance of things hoped for. Hebrews 11.1. 1, in the evidence of things not seen. Amen. The Hebrews 11.6 says that he that cometh to God must believe that he is. I got to first have faith that God is. And believe that he's a rewarder. That he's a rewarder. That he's a rewarder. Oh, I wish I had more witnesses in the house. That he's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Our God is a rewarder. And the reason why people don't act in faith is because they don't believe that God's a rewarder. But God is not a man that he should lie. He said, I'm a rewarder. Of them that diligently seek him. Maybe no one rewarded you when you were a child. And so that, that, you know, the Bible says that in Proverbs, that hope deferred maketh the heart sick. So maybe people promise you all kinds of rewards that didn't come through. And because they didn't come through, it cast a seed of doubt, amen, that's been growing in your life into a tree of doubt. All right? And you need to spray some hope as a weed killer on that thing. And see, I'm going to believe God. I know my parents didn't come through. I know my teacher may not have come through. I know my workplace or whatever or whoever may not have come through, but they're not God. And if God said I'm a rewarder of them that diligently seek me, then I'm just going to believe God. I'm going to believe God. I will determine in spite of my feelings, in spite of my circumstances, in spite of the visuals in my life, that I'm going to believe God. That's why the Lord calls, the Bible calls Abraham the father of faith. Why? Because with no Bible, with no teacher, all he heard was a voice from God. Now, that, that same thing does not apply to us today, okay? We can't say, well, I'm just trying to be like Abraham, so I, I'm not even going to read the Bible. I'm just going to kind of go with the flow. No, 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 no. We have, we're, we're under a different covenant, and that's another sermon for a different day. But we, God has given us his word, and he's going to judge every human being according to his word. But... The Bible calls Abraham the father of the faithful because without anything tangible in his life, he dared to believe and follow God. And the Bible calls, the Bible says about Abraham that he believed God 
and it was accounted to him for righteousness. I want you to hear that for just a moment. First step of salvation is faith in God. The Bible says Abraham believed God. Lord, it doesn't make sense, but I'm going to believe you. Lord, I don't understand it, but I'm going to believe you. Lord, I can't see how this is going to work out, but I'm going to believe you. And the Bible says that God said, you believe me? I'm going to count you righteous. You come from idol worshipers, Abraham, but you believe my word. Abraham, do you know how many people I've been trying to get to believe my voice and trust my heart? But they would not believe. The people at the Tower of Babel would not believe. The people before the flood and Noah would not believe. But Abraham said, I will believe. And God says, I finally got someone I can build a people with. I finally got someone that I can bless beyond measure. Why? Because they love me more. My God, I love this. They love me more than they love the blessing. They want me more than the blessing. Amen. Abraham, I can bless you with houses and land. Abraham, as far as you can see, the land is yours. Amen. Abraham, can you count the stars in the sky? Can you count the grains of the sand? Amen. It's all yours. Why? Because I can trust you that you want me more than you want that. That's faith in God. That's faith in God. And number two, amen, step of salvation. Amen, I got to have faith in God. Amen, and because I have faith in God, I see myself as a sinner in need of salvation. I see myself as a wretch undone, born into sin, shaped into iniquity. And my faith in God says, I know there is a God, and I know he's a reward of those that diligently seek him, but I also know that he will judge those who don't seek him. He will judge those who don't turn from their sin and turn to him. And so my faith in God leads me to repentance. It leads me to turn from my sin. Amen. My faith in God because I want to be close to him. Amen. My faith in God causes me to understand that if I have sin in my life, amen, I cannot be close with God. It's a barrier. It's a barrier. It's a disconnect. I want to get close, but the sin, I can't. Why? Because God's holy. That's why Lucifer got kicked out. Because there's no sin in heaven. Amen. By law, by principle, Lucifer had to go. Why? Because there is no sin in heaven. So Lucifer fell down, the Bible says, like lightning. Why? Because he rose his will up against God. Amen. And unlike Lucifer, which was a created angel, amen, we were, Lucifer did not have a will. I mean, he did, but he could not repent. Lucifer could not repent and come back into heaven. But he created us with a soul. He created us with a will that we could turn back to him. Amen. I need number one, faith in God. I need to believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. I need to believe God. Would you say that with me? I need to believe God. One more time. I need to believe God. And number two, I must repent. 
We read in 2 Chronicles 7, 14, amen, that when his people who are called by his name will humble themselves and pray and seek his face. Sounds like faith. If I have faith, I'm going to diligently seek him, amen, and turn from their wicked ways. Then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. The Lord is saying to his people that when we pray and seek him, which is an act of faith. You know, every time you pray, you're saying, I believe God. Every time you seek the Lord, you're saying, I believe God. When I don't pray, I'm saying, I don't believe God. If my people will humble themselves and pray and seek my face, the Lord is saying that I will forgive you. I will heal you. Does anybody here believe that today? You see, this is why it's so important to know the word of God. Because the word of God reveals the character of God. And when you know the character of God, amen, you won't be deceived by someone who tries to perpetrate. He'll be like, yeah, they said this, but it sounded like that. That's not of God. Yeah, they're saying this, but they're acting this way. That's not of God. Why? You know the word of God, and because you know the word of God, you know the character of God. And when you know the character of God, you know what's not the character of God. Are you with me this morning, church? That's why we need the word of God. That's why the Lord says, my people perish for their lack of knowledge. Why? Because when we don't know, we can easily be deceived. The Lord wants to know this morning, is there anyone here who believes that when you repent, that Jesus will forgive you? Is there anyone here that believes that if you repent, that Jesus will heal you? If you believe it, would you clap your hands and give him praise? Hallelujah. I thank you. I thank you for forgiveness. I thank you for healing today. Jesus wants you and I to believe. Jesus wants you and I to believe that he will forgive you and that he will heal you if you repent. You see, repentance is when I turn from sin and decide to serve the Lord. Repentance stings. Repentance hurts. Repentance is when I stop making excuses for sin and disobedience in my life. Repentance is when I stop looking to manipulate the word of God and what it commands for me to serve my personal interests. Repentance is not only about what I stop doing. Repentance is about what I start doing. I'm going to say that again today. Repentance is not only about what we stop doing. Repentance, the key to lasting joy, is about what we start doing. 
What will you start? What will I start doing each day to please God? Repentance is ending sin and beginning to walk in righteousness. There are so many myths in our modern day church, uh, amen, era, amen, that are so contrary to the biblical, amen, definition of repentance. Uh, repentance is not just saying, I'm sorry. Uh, repentance is more than confession of sin. Uh, repentance is a change of heart. Uh, repentance is a change of direction. Repentance. I'm talking about the key to lasting joy. I'm not going to finish this message, but I'm talking about the key to lasting joy today is repentance. Jesus said in Luke 13, 3, I tell you nay, but except ye repent, ye shall all, somebody say all, ye shall all likewise perish. The Amplified says it this way, I tell you, no, but unless you repent, change your old way of thinking, turn from your sinful ways, and live changed lives, you will all likewise perish. Repentance is not just for the sinner. Repentance is for the believer. Repentance is for the Christian who's been going to church for 30 years. Repentance is for the pastor. Repentance is for the bishop. Repentance is for the Sunday school teacher. Repentance is for the music team. Repentance is for the new convert. Repentance is for the seasoned saint. Repentance is for me. And repentance is for you today. We must repent. Repentance is not a one-time event. That's probably one of the biggest lies in modern-day Christianity. One of the biggest myths is that repentance, it doesn't align with the Word of God, is that repentance is a one-time event. Okay, I said it. I finally said my one time. God, I'm sorry. Forgive me. That's not Repentance. Repentance should never be past tense. Repentance is for today. I said repentance is for today. It wasn't for that one time you got bold enough to step out of your seat and come to the altar and you say to yourself, I finally did it. Awesome if you finally did it, but don't stop doing it. Amen. 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 We can only be baptized one time. Uh, amen. Amen. We can only receive the Holy Ghost for the first time once. Uh, amen. But we must pray in the Holy Ghost every day. We must decide to have faith in God every single day. We must decide to repent every single day. Because Jesus said, except ye repent, ye shall all likewise perish. Repentance should always be personal. 
Repentance should always be personal. I must repent. You must repent. I cannot repent for you. That's one prayer I can't pray for you. I can't count over the years how many times I've heard people say, Pastor, will you pray for me? Let me tell you, beloved child of God, there are some prayers I cannot pray for you. You have to pray them for yourself. I can't save you. I can't save myself. I certainly can't save somebody else. You cannot repent for me. I must repent for myself. And you must repent for yourself. Musicians, if you'll come. Repentance. Repentance. Is the gateway. I'm going to continue this, Lord willing, next Sunday. Don't duck out. Repentance is the gateway to transforming relationship. I said transforming relationship. Life changing. That's so cliche in church. I know you probably hear me say that sometimes. You're like, okay, another life changing event, Pastor. Well, change your life. Okay. All right. Change your life. No, seriously. Repentance is the gateway to a transforming relationship with Jesus Christ. If I don't repent, I'll never change, and I'm fooling myself. I'm living a lie. I'm not walking with God. Repentance is the key to lasting joy. I said repentance is the key to lasting joy. Jesus said, as we stand to our feet today, the Bible says in Psalm 126, that's they that sow in tears shall reap in joy. Matthew 5, 4 says, Blessed are they that mourn. That mourning is not the mourning of someone passing. That mourning is one who is mourning in repentance for their sin and seeking God to change them. Blessed which means highly favored, fortunate, extremely blessed are they that mourn, are they that repent, for they shall be comforted. We just read it in Psalm 126. They that sow in tears, repentance. That doesn't mean, oh, I'm having a bad time. I'm in a trial. I'm going through, oh. No. It's saying, they that sow in tears through repentance, 
They're weeping before God. Change me. Change my heart, oh God. I, I change my ways, God. Lord, I prayed that prayer in church, and here I am. I'm at home now. I'm at work now. The crossroads of decision is before me now. And now the rubber is really meeting the road. And God, I've come to the point where I have to decide if what I prayed is really real. Am I really changed? Am I really going to turn? Am I really going to live this thing? They that sow in tears will reap in joy. Joy is awaiting our repentance today. I didn't get a chance to talk about it. Maybe I'll talk more about it next Sunday, Lord willing. Restoration is a part is awaiting our repentance today. Jesus said, repent ye and believe the gospel. Child of God, when are you going to start believing that God really is a rewarder of them that diligently seek Him? Can today be your day? You see, I didn't get a chance to go into it today, but in Psalm 26, I'm going to summarize here. He talks about being in captivity. Turn again our captivity, O Lord. Their sin, the children of Israel's sin, had led them into bondage. They lost everything. They had nothing. And they're crying out to God, set us free. Lord, our sin put ourselves in this condition. But Lord, we're turning back to you, set us free. For they that sow in tears and repentance shall reap in joy. That's what he's talking about. He's talking about, God, we're repenting. I'm laying up prayers of repentance, God. And I'm believing, Lord God, as I sow a heart of repentance, I'm going to reap in joy. In verse 7, if we can get that up on the screen. He that goeth forth and weepeth, repenting, bearing precious seed, shall doubtless come again rejoicing bringing his sheaves with him so not only will you receive joy when you repent you gotta understand this guy was a prisoner he had nothing he was in bondage captivity all his possessions were taken away but how is it that when he repented sowed in tears and reaped in joy not only did the Lord set them free out of their captivity but he was bringing his sheaves with them grains of wheat, grains of harvest that meant blessing, it meant prosperity, it meant abundance why? because he repented so it was more than just God unlocking the key to the prison but God said, I'm going to rain on you abundance. I'm going to rain on you restoration. There's going to be abundant joy. I wonder today if 
If anybody will have faith in God to believe. The angels, the Bible said, Jesus said, the angels in heaven rejoice when one sinner repents. Repentance, the fruit of repentance, his lasting joy. We're going to turn right now. And we're going to repent. And I want us to pour our whole heart to God. This is more than confession. This is deep work here today. We're going to let Jesus go beyond our facade. We're going to let Jesus go to where we really live. Amen. We're going to go. We're going to let Jesus go not only to where we're at right now, but where we'll be at 8 p.m. tonight, 9 a.m. tomorrow, tomorrow night, Wednesday night, wherever you'll be. Amen. And whatever you'll be doing, we're going to allow Jesus to go there in our hearts right now. Can you make your way to this altar? Come on, that's it. Let's lift our hands unto the Lord. Let's lift our voices. This altar's open right now. We're going to repent and turn to God. Lord Jesus, I come to you, Lord, with my whole heart. I come to turn from my sin. I come to turn from my will. I come to deny myself, Lord God, and say you are king of my life. You are Lord of my life. Lord, I bring every temptation. I bring every failure. I bring every mistake. I bring all of my guilt. I bring all of my shame to you. I bring, Lord God, Lord, to you my rebellion. I bring to you, Lord Jesus, Lord God, all my pride. I bring to you, Lord God, all the things, Lord, that I put on, Lord God. And, Lord, you see right through it. Lord God, you love me right through it. Lord God, I thank Lord you Lord today that I can come as I am but Lord you want me to change you want me to turn from sin you want me to turn my heart to you in worship you want me to turn my heart to you in priority come on somebody come on let's repent right now there's joy awaiting somebody this morning there's restoration awaiting your repentance today I'm going to turn from my sin I'm going to seek your face. I'm going to turn from my wicked ways. I'm going to humble myself. I'm going to humble myself. Come on. Come on, somebody. Come on. Repentance is humbling today. Oh, but it's the key to lasting joy. Oh, repentance doesn't feel good when I begin to confess, when I begin to admit my wrong, when I begin to realign myself and submit to God. But the fruit is joy. The fruit is restoration. The fruit is abundance today. In the name of Jesus. Come on. Come on. That's it. Come on, that's it. Come on, somebody, you're wanting your life to be changed. You're wanting a relationship, and you're wondering what the distance is all about. You're wondering what the disconnect is all about. It could be you have not fully repented and turned your heart to God. I'm going to make sure today. In Jesus